Welcome to Something Blue, wedding planning with a 21st century bride and groom. My name is Aaron. I'm the bride. My name is Maxwell. I'm the groom. Today marks 469 days until our wedding day. Disclaimer, these are our personal opinions and experiences. This is not a commentary on anyone else's choices in their wedding planning process or marriage. You do you, bitch. So let's get into it. I'm excited for this episode. <laughs> um, we're going to jump in straight away and talk about gifts. This episode is truly a gift. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, so we've chatted about favors before. We've talked about wedding registries, how to ask for money in a way that doesn't make Aunt Karen cry. Um, but there are so many other gift giving trends that have become kind of an expectation leading up to your big day. Uh-huh. And we're talking gifts that you as the couple are expected to give to yeah. people. From the mother of the bride to ushers that help pass out programs, a couple's generosity and gratitude is often expressed with a little token or gift. Mm-hmm. People have showered bridal party members with gift boxes and given their partner special something before saying I do, but are these things necessary? So that's the question, right? That's right. the whole thing that I want to really dive in with this episode. Like, are we as a couple who's getting married, are we obligated to giving gifts. Now, the shorthand, obviously, just like we would tell our guests, is no, right? No one is obligated to give a gift, right. whether it be somebody who is coming to the wedding or somebody who's hosting a wedding. And, and we've even expressed that we have given gifts to our bridal party already. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that was important to us. Right, like with the proposal boxes and stuff. Right. And that's like a trend that has kind of become an expectation. Um, but it's also something that like is also fun and like you and i like to give gifts but (laughs) when you think about like the wedding i love i love giving a gift if it's someone's birthday or if i'm like asking them to do something nice and i'm like saying like a thank you but on our wedding day right when we have spent so much money to accommodate people to like be entertained to be fed like I, I feel like people are really diving into this obligation that in every single moment leading up to your wedding day, right. you have to continue to express <laughs> your gratitude. gratitude. And I don't think that always is in the form of like physical gifts. You don't have to. There are more love languages. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and that's like I think what's really interesting is like do we have to give a gift to everyone that's helped us along the way or will it seem totally rude if you skip doing that? Because some things, like we've said, some traditions, ha- like some trends have become traditions right? and it, you are looked at as strange, weird or rude if you don't participate. Which is, it's unfortunate that like that has become an expect, like I hate expectations mm-hmm. in regards to all points of life, not just, yeah, you know, because we, as the oldest child in our uh, families, <laughs> um, have received the um, the high honor oh, yeah. of incredibly high expectations. Yeah, and that's just yeah. a standard. Yeah, it's just a standard for yeah. us. But it's like, it's not fair to in any given situation to have that. I, I, I understand. Yes and no. Because, like, here's the thing. I expect... That if I'm going to be in someone's wedding, Uh 
I expect that they're going to show their gratitude, especially if they have asked me to have certain responsibilities. Right. But I don't expect them to show their gratitude in a specific way. Right. And I think that that's the thing. Just like if I, I mean, if I'm having a wedding, we're having a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Are are you? I think so. As of of now, it's uh, it's on. Um, But... (laughs) You're starting to worry me. Shut up. Um, But as somebody who's hosting a wedding, I have the expectation that my loved ones are going to be present and that they're going to be happy for me and want to celebrate with me. I don't have an expectation that they're going to shower me with gifts to show me that they're happy for me. Right. I, I expect them to be happy for me by showing up or by expressing in some way, even if they can't show up. That they're happy for me. You know what I mean? So the difference is there's an expectation for at least a thank you, right? Or an acknowledgement. Or an acknowledgement. Yeah. But not an expectation of uh, in order to show your appreciation, you have to do this for me. Exactly. And I think, I mean, like, and that's the thing we have to look at, too. Why are weddings so different from like a birthday party? I And I just said this (laughs) to my mom when my birthday passed. This is funny because... She texted me and she was like, happy birthday, you know, and I texted her back being like, why don't we celebrate you? You're the one who went through (laughs) something 24 years ago. I just showed up. You're the one who did all the work. Right. And she was like, yeah, I should get gifts. Like, why do we like, why do I not give my mom and dad gifts for giving me life on that day? You know what I mean? So then why is it that the expectation is that I celebrate my parents on my wedding day? Because there's this weird expectation that you give the parents gifts being like, thank you for raising me. I got it from here. That's like something we'll get into. I kind of know where that originates, though. All right. Segway into that. Right. That was my beautiful segue. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ruined by my acknowledgement of the segue. Hey, you know what? We 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 have really brilliant listeners, but some might need (laughs) some might need a push in the right direction. No shame. Um, I know we've touched on this briefly, but I want us to really look back at the original gift exchange between brides, grooms, and their families. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about dowries and bride prices. Yikes. Because when we're talking about like, oh, well, where does everyone feel like they have to give gifts all the time at this wedding? Think about the origins of what a wedding was it was an exchange of property why are you laughing because every time i hear the word dowry i think of a specific episode of tales from the crypt where tim curry plays uh ma pa and winona Brackett. he plays all three members of this family (laughs) and like they talk about like winning her dowry and it's just a mess. It's so it's such a good episode. I'll have to show you. Oh, okay. But every time I hear the word dowry, I think of that episode. Wow. And it it was okay. I was trying to get oh, my I knew dowry. It was I was like, man, I'm just gonna wait for Max to quote <laughs> it real quick and then I can move on. Are we good? I'm I'm gonna be thinking about it for a while. But yeah, we're good. <laughs> okay. So a dowry for those who haven't watched that episode. Um <laughs> It's the transfer of parental property to a daughter at her marriage through the groom. So, like, essentially, it's the bride's, like, it's what the bride comes with. Yeah. So, it's like the parents are like, hey, not only will you marry our daughter, but you can have all this, too. 
So yeah. a dowry established. Basically paying you to marry their daughter. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it established this type of um, fund and like the nature widely varies. Okay. Widely. So this fund may provide like an element of financial security in case of widowhood for the daughter. So like basically it was a stipulation that like you can have this as long as you're with my daughter. So like if if they were if like you and I were to get married and I had a dowry and my parents were like, okay, cool. But then you left me. Right. We separated. You wouldn't have that stuff anymore. That money would go away. Right. That property would go away because that's what I came with. That makes right. Sense. Um, and so it kind of ensured that if something happened to the husband, the daughter was okay because yeah, the same like kind of, of. Yeah, exactly. Um, or if like the husband was negligent, um, then she would still be taken care of. Basically ensuring like, hey you guys will pay for this, but you have to be cool with my daughter. Like, yeah. um, and then also like they want to provide for like children. That was yeah. a big incentive too, is like, we'll give you guys this stuff. You give us more in the family name, <laughs> you know, um, dowries might also go towards like establishing like a marital household. So it wouldn't just be money or property. It might include like, furnishings linens like you know art different like family jewels that might get passed down all all sorts of stuff and that's something that's like built up over time yeah and over generations so like so like yeah the you know parents could be like all right we have this set aside for you so when Mm -hmm. you get married you know it used to be a thing that like people i mean people throughout history throughout wide widely different cultures um have regretted having daughters or not wanted to have daughters but one of the big reasons <laughs> when dowries were very prominent now i did find out dowries are still kind of a thing uh in some in, places in certain countries yeah. yeah definitely but um people were really upset when they would have a daughter if they couldn't afford to start building her dowry oh so they would like oh crap like only like the really wealthy and well off people were like excited to have daughters. Yeah. Other people like wanted to have sons because then they would know, well, he could just marry someone who has a dowry and then, you know, we, we and could they'd be okay. Yeah, exactly. Now the opposite is also true. And this happens sometimes. So a dowry is basically when the bride's parents give the husband stuff and say, as long as you're with our daughter, you can have the stuff, but a bride price or a bride token is money property or other form of wealth paid by a groom or his family to the woman or the family of the woman that he will be married with. So basically he, he buys a bride. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Either the parents sell the bride or, yes. or buy the parents buy their bride's security. Uh-huh. This is a way more common thing to have happened way earlier in human history yeah because people were more likely to buy a female that they looked at as kind of expendable kind of you know just oh we need her for necessity um and then the families would sell them off because it was very beneficial for them uh and then very often yeah that it was just a transaction so we've 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 talked about that 
at great length because really that's the origin yeah. of weddings. Yeah. Is that exchange of property and money either from the bride's parents to the groom's parents or vice versa, depending on your culture, depending on the time period. And honestly, sometimes, and I, I was reading about this, sometimes it would happen at the same time. Like, it's like, hey, we have this bride who has this dowry, but there's also a bride price. That doesn't make sense. Well, it unless, was usually unless like it's like furniture different. or stuff. Yeah, well, it's like, hey, we have this house, right? Yeah. This piece of property. But we need to know that you guys are good for the money. Yeah. Because they didn't want, basically was ensuring that both families had wealth and okay. that their line, their lineage was going to continue with wealth, you know? Right. Um. So, yeah, it's not great. Like, <laughs> the or the very origins of, like, weddings are rooted in gifts, but it's not gifts so much as it is transactions and people <laughs> being looked at as equivalent as to property. property yeah. uh, and by people, I say, I mean women. <laughs> like, yeah. Because that's honestly, like, there's no way that around was, that. That was the subject of of transaction yeah there's no way around that that is just it is recorded human history that that's what happened (laughs) yeah and i'm not a fan wild so it is understood that an exchange of goods wealth and gifts have been exchanged for quite a while Mm -hmm. and this is commonly where the traditions derive from not great does this mean that we are obligated to give gifts to our parents your parents and our bridal party on the day that everyone claims is your big day okay so like that's where i think obligated is not the word but okay. encouraged or almost expected might be closer still not great it's not great especially if you're linking it to the origin so now we understand we have to make that separation right we have to say okay we're not giving you a gift in any form to <laughs> look for your like even I was I would go so far as to say, like, I don't need your blessing to get married. I yeah, don't need course. like to show you that I am able to get married by giving you this gift. Yeah, we don't need permission. Right. You know, however, a lot of people nowadays now we've really strayed from the origins. But a lot of people basically think you've asked all these people to be a part of your day, especially if your parents have pitched in money Um. If they have pitched in their time, their expertise, these people that have like taking days off work to celebrate you multiple times, they should be celebrated. Yeah. And so it has gone on so much that it's like it's kind of expected that you're going to in some way like show your gratitude, which again, I think you should. Yeah, of course. But I think the way in which you do that can widely vary, and it does not have to be via physical gifts. Right. And it shouldn't be expected to be any one given thing. Right. And it's like, honestly, it's gotten wildly out of hand, the gift giving. Like, it's a very similar concept with, like, lavish favors for party guests. Like, it's the same kind of thing. Like, again, I was talking to my mom about it. Like, and she, she was like, you know, when we were younger big goodie bags at kids birthdays were like all the rage like you would basically spend as much on like party decorations and accommodations and everything as you would giving gifts to your kid and then you have to give gifts to all the other kids yeah and it's like did that start because you are grateful that they're there 
did it start because the kids are jealous that they don't get gifts on that day? Like it's like it's like that line at the drive through where everybody starts paying for everybody behind them in a long mm-hmm. continuous line because nobody wants to stop and be the asshole that doesn't oh yeah pass it forward yeah right and so i'm i guarantee that it was like one person was like why don't we do this why don't we give gifts to all the kids i think that would be really cute and then it spread like wildfire and they're like well if we don't do this we're yeah. pretty shitty well i guarantee you another part of it is like being like oh well my kid doesn't like when he doesn't get presents when another kid is getting presents and so it's a lot of like I want what you have. Yeah. I don't think that translates to weddings necessarily, but I do think that that concept of like. It's the same I'm, like mode of thinking. Yeah. And it's like, I, I think that's part of the reason I have so much anxiety about around this wedding is because I've been conditioned to think that I'm inconveniencing everybody Yeah, for like asking them to come to my wedding and I have to give them things like favors yeah. and gifts to say, Hey, thank you for wanting to celebrate me. Like, cause I don't feel like I am like worth being celebrated unless they can get something out of it. Right. And like, that's something that like has been conditioned in me to think that I have to give everyone a gift or I'm looked at as rude. It's truly something she struggles with every day. (laughs) Like that's not a, don't talk about me. Like I'm not here. (laughs) Uh, I'm having a conversation with our audience. Thank you. Yeah, I get it. I can hear you. Um, Rude of some people. (laughs) But (laughs) honestly, like when it comes to your wedding party and your family and even wedding guests, you're paying for their meal, their experience. And I think a lot of people forget that they are willing to celebrate you. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's what I have to try to remind you all the time Yeah, is that no, no, we want to, to do things with you. We just had, for your birthday, we went out with our friends. We didn't give them gifts, but we took them out and we spent time together. And that's what I was talking about, about there's other love languages, which is, uh, we bought everybody's dinner though. Well, I mean, that's, (laughs) that's one thing. Um, but there was no expectation of that. That's very true. Yeah. Then they were all like, Hey, Hey, Hey. (laughs) Uh, Um, And it's everybody wants to celebrate you. And I guess one of the things is like, People don't give gifts on their birthdays to the other people there. So, like, why am I going to do it on my wedding? I get a birthday every year. If anything, I should give gifts to other people on my birthday, like my (laughs) parents. I think I'm going to do that next year. Yeah. I'm going to just get them a gift. Be like, hey, thanks for giving birth. And then I'll give my dad a little something and be like, you didn't do much on the day. Well, my birthday is coming up. So you're shooting me in the foot here because now I have to do something. There's an expectation. (laughs) Uh, my father listens to this podcast, so that's very he's going to be like, hey, I heard about this. Where's mine? Where's my gift? I know. <laughs> well, when this episode comes out, your birthday will be this upcoming Monday. I know. So I'm like, Exciting. I'm out of time. Ooh, yay. No, I'll <laughs> I'll get him. A, you know what? On your birthday, I will send him a, a funny little text. Okay, cool. That's good enough, I think. I think it's better coming from you, though. It's words of affirmation. There we go. Yeah. so i think i've convinced myself to give gifts on my birthday (laughs) that's the complete opposite of the point i was trying to make yes Um, it is (laughs) so some people think that it's a must to give gifts to show that you wouldn't be where you were without these people right then and we're talking parents of the bride and groom your bridal party 
um and anyone else who like really like went above and beyond like if you or have, came from out of town yeah 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 out of town guests everything like but i don't think that needs to be reflected in the form of physical gifts all the time right you know there's so many other ways to show that you really appreciate what someone has done for you big question okay go who gets gifts mm-hmm. what do they get and when Okay, so there's a couple different answers to this one, right? So As there always are. Really, I think it ultimately boils down to who is in your life and what is in your budget. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, obviously, if you're not close to your parents, if they are not, you know, really – and and this is a thing. If your parents are not contributing, if they're just showing up as a, as a guest, um, then, you know, just have them be there and maybe – say a little thank you or let somebody say a toast or whatever. There are so many other ways to incorporate them. Right. But when it comes to gift giving, I think if your parents have contributed to the wedding, you're valid in maybe giving a little gift or saying a little something. So yeah, basically the same thing with like the maid of honor. If the maid of honor is just kind of like a symbol, maybe they didn't host the bachelorette party. Maybe they didn't pitch in on anything. Then, you know, it just kind of, it based, it's based on, like, how much this person was involved. And, again, kind of how, how, I guess, obligated you feel to give them something. Right. So would you say that they have to earn their gift? I mean, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> because, well, and that's the thing. You don't ever have to earn gifts on your birthday because it's your birthday. It's about you. Right. But you, you've got to do a hell of a lot to earn a gift on my birthday. I mean... You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to give birth to me to get a gift on my birthday. <laughs> like, and that's I it's guess the same that's thing. The standard we're At talking about. My wedding, you, in order for me to feel like I want to bestow a gift on you, mm-hmm. not saying you have to work for it, but I feel like there's like I'm not gonna get a gift for my like estranged aunt. Right. So, but I might for our planner, our friend and planner who is refusing to let me pay her, you know, (laughs) like I might get her a gift just to express my thank you and my love for that person. Yeah. So yeah, basically it depends on, I think the degree in which they are involved in not just the wedding, but in your life. Yeah. So if you have parents of the bride and groom that are very involved, People say that the gift, this is something that was written that I found. People say the gift should be a simple thing to thank them for being there for you over the years and to symbolize your adulthood and your moving on with your life. Just let me move on. I think that this is really weirdly related to dowries and I don't like it. It's like, I don't think you need to acknowledge that you're taking this next step. It's like, it's like anybody that has to say to somebody that they're a grown-up is not a grown-up yeah like i think that we are past the point in most cases where people go straight from their parents house to their house with their husband mm-hmm. and i think there's usually especially if you've been engaged usually there's already that understanding that hey i've moved on i don't think you need to give a gift yeah to symbolize that some people do, however, and if that's the case, it's usually given like at the rehearsal dinner or right before the ceremony or after the reception. Give the gift of a pair of scissors. Oh, my God. To cut the umbilical. 
That's all Ew, I'm gross. <laughs> That's weird. I know, but some <laughs> parents are weird. So That's very true. If, if this is like a common enough thing where people feel like they have to do that, then I can safely say in general some parents are weird. I that's the thing though is I think most people do it out of obligation. They feel like they have to like yeah. give an acknowledgement because they don't think that having them walk them down the aisle, sharing a dance with them, having them be there, usually inviting some of their friends is enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I don't know. I am of the mindset that I love my parents. They have been they are being honored in so many ways during our wedding. And they have been celebrated up until that point. I don't think I'm going to be giving my parents a gift at right. my wedding. And that's not to say that in any of this, because like, we talk about subjectivity mm-hmm. and, and all this. That's not to say that if you are giving gifts to your parents or your you know, bridal party or your out-of-town guests, that is not to say that um, you're wrong and we don't like you. It's that this right. is just what we're not doing yeah and this is kind of how we think about well it. and i'm a little hypocritical because i do want to give gifts to my bridal party i do want to bestow gifts on other people i just think there's like there's, a specific criteria for our situation that we're still trying to figure out well you know? i also feel like what am i going to give my parents on my wedding day <laughs> you know what i mean like really oh, i feel like if, yeah i feel like if i were to give them any kind of gift they would be like okay thank you Thank you, Aaron. Like, huh? I like, you know, like I think that having them be a part of it, like I know that that no seating chart is a bigger gift to them (laughs) than I can ever (laughs) buy. Um, (laughs) And that's just tea. And that's the thing is like, you know, there are different gestures. We're doing certain things in our wedding that specifically call them out, mention them, honor them, um, You know, in so many ways that I think that that if that sentiment of like thanking them for all the years they've been for me, like, like, you know, didn't everything they've done. I think that incorporating those in other ways, I don't need to give them a physical gift for them to know that I'm a grown up and for (sighs) them to know that I love them and I appreciate them. I am sure that the morning that this episode comes out, your mother (laughs) will text you and be like, I have some ideas. No, she'll do the exact opposite. Watch, she's going to pull her phone out right now, and she's like, Erin, you do not need to give me a gift. She's going to put a little smiley face. And then my dad is going to send me a, a picture of his face, and he's going to go, you better give me a game. <laughs> and that's exactly how it's going to go. Yes. And I feel like your parents are the same way. I feel like they are they are very much of the mind. It's like, hey, we are happy for you, you guys. You are doing enough for us by being happy and pursuing, you know, what what it is that we want for you, which is your happiness and your success. Like, yeah. I feel like, you know, I I am very much like of the mindset that like a handwritten note or card goes a long way. Yeah. Like not to spoil it because uh, pff, they're going to forget. But like, I think that that's what we're going to do is I'm going to write something to my parents and to your parents. And we'll just kind of have like a. A thank you. Have them read the little card. Get a picture of them tearing up. You know, yeah. just like as a little thank you. I'm I'm going to guess right that my dad is just gonna say, "Oh, hey, you know, you have <laughs> an ice cream truck. That's all I need." Oh, oh. believe me, I know. <laughs> believe me, <laughs> I love it. Greg is so. a star. Um, <laughs> but lots of people like who do feel like physical gifts are a thing will give things like jewelry. Um, that's a pretty common thing to give like parents yeah. of the bride and groom. 
um, framed photos or art is like another big one. Um, personalized handkerchiefs and ties. Um, I I have seen this cute thing where like the bride will give her father right before he walks down the aisle a tie and on the back of it, you know how there's like that little square or square. Like, yeah, it's a square. It's a diamond. (laughs) And it's like, um, on the back of the tie, there's like a printed picture of the two of them or there's like a note that's been embroidered or something. I think that's kind of cute. I've never heard of that. It's really cute. I'll, I'll show you a picture of it later. It's like I have heard of giving like the father of the bride either uh, special cufflinks or yeah. uh, tie pins. Yeah, and that's like basically standard gifts for or most tie men. Clips, I guess. That's yeah, what they're called. for most men, even like when giving gifts to your partner or to groomsmen, that's a, a pretty standard gift. Like yeah. I said, with jewelry accessories, it's yeah. kind of like that. But like this is very specifically like a note or something that basically just like makes it a little more personal. I think that if you're going to give any kind of gift, especially to your parents, it should have something of sentimental value. You shouldn't just be like, Hey, I bought you this candle for your front room. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just, uh, some of those, like you'll look it up and be like gifts for mother of the bride. And it's like a perfume, um, this dish. And I'm like, why that just looks like a gift for something i would get her for a housewarming that's what we were talking about when we were talking about um like bridal party gifts yeah in the previous episode it's like we talked about the monogrammed mm-hmm. robes and stuff and that it seems personal on the surface but if you think about it for more than 30 seconds it's not personal at all it's not personal you know? to, to anyone to except anyone. you exactly the person who's giving the gift and like, that's not a symbol of a good gift it would be cool to give you know, a flask that has their name etched in it. Cool. But even yeah. then, I guess, then, who yeah. who in the world uses a flask anymore? David. Uh, David. <laughs> Why is David using a flask? How many times a day is David discreetly drinking on the job? I only see people use flasks if they're trying to, like, spike their prom punch or if they're getting drunk on a Tuesday afternoon at the office. Hey, it's... I mean, it's not an everyday thing. He's not an alcoholic. It's just a casual, you know, sip, sip. A casual sip, sip in a flask? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's the media that has demonized flasks for me. <laughs> but I have never seen a flask used okay, in miss, a non-precarious situation. Miss had two flasks in her bra during a stage production. That was a stage production, and that was to communicate that my character was messy. It was your choice. <laughs> was it? Statement of messiness. My point still stands. <laughs> those flasks were not filled. Oh, God. But it's like one of those things where it's like, am I just getting something for the sake of getting something for yeah. them? No, I get you. You know? So making it like, I guess, I don't know. They People do like commemorative decorations too. Like, I guess if there's anybody else that's also going to want to have something with your wedding date on it, it would be your parents. Yeah. But even then, like, you're giving me a gift about something that says your wedding on it. I guarantee you if we got my mother a champagne glass with our wedding date etched in, she would be, you know, happy. But she wouldn't use it. She wouldn't. No, so but she'd be happy. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but, you know. um. Can't tell me how many she has up in just a random part in her pantry. Well, then she doesn't need any more. <laughs> we won't get that for her. Um, but if David wants a flask, <laughs> I guess I'll get him one. My God. 
Um, so <laughs> you, there's another big group of people that usually get gifts for uh, are your bridal party. And yeah. when we say bridal party, we mean bridesmaids and groomsmen and brides people and grooms people. Um, some say just your maid of honor and best man should get something or like something special and specific. Others say give everyone giant gift baskets. <laughs> like, honestly, they've become wildly lavish thanks to Instagram and Pinterest. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say social media was really like the springboard for the lavish gifts that people feel obligated to give to their bridal party. Yeah. It gets to be a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think, too, a lot of it, especially, like, things that are slowly turning into traditions and just not dying off as trends, a lot of it seems just, like, it's basic. Even if it's as lavish as you want to make it. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot, seems a like lot it's of basic stuff. stuff just for stuff. Yeah. If it's if it's Pinterest-worthy and being, like, everybody can do this, then yeah. it, I, I am, I firmly believe that if you're going to give a gift, it should be personal. Yeah. Because I have given gifts that weren't personal and I felt bad. I was like, uh, I mean, I just got them something they probably don't like. Well, probably never use. Yeah. You know? And so I have, and personal does not mean personalized. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, mm-hmm. so if you look at, I, you can look at the groomsman one. I'm going to look okay. at the bridesmaids one. I found from the same website, brides.com. Mm-hmm. Um, there are articles and the bridesmaid article says oh my 31 God. bridesmaids gifts they will actually reuse and the groomsman one says gifts they will actually enjoy now oh my god here's my beef with this okay first of all why is it that the girls need to reuse it but oh the boys oh these they'll actually like these it's like this weird separation of like Oh, women will like whatever, but get them something they can actually use. Whereas guys are like, oh, well, they don't want just anything fluffy. I gave all of our bridal party mugs. Yeah. Every single person was excited to have a mug. Your brothers were like, I love this mug. (laughs) Everyone was like, this is a nice mug. And I was like, oh, you know, like it's embedded in me that like, Guys are they have to have like gifts with dirt and whiskey on them to well, like them. So I think the 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 stereotype is that women enjoy things that are practical and men enjoy useless shit. I guess that's another way to look at it. I mean, and that's not but hard then again, and fast. that's but, a very general thing. But, but looking at this article, the things are not practical. Okay. They're just like, it, yeah. fluffy. I don't know. Okay, so we'll go through yeah, it. Yeah, let's look at them. Okay, so, but well, basically, um, the very first thing on the bridesmaids page is freaking floral cotton bridesmaid robes. Personalized. Yeah. I know everybody wants the matching Pinterest picture, but first of all, I am very, very much on team don't buy clothes. Yes. Do not buy a gift that is clothes unless you are very close to that person or you know that they don't have a hang up about clothes. Even then, how horrible to buy something that literally does not fit that person's body, yeah. whether it's too big or too small. Even if you have their measurements down yeah. to a T, don't do it. There are some fabrics, some colors that like I just don't enjoy wearing. Please. And everyone seems to want to buy me light gray T-shirts. 
<laughs> Everyone wants to buy me a goddamn what, what light gray t-shirt. I don't wear light gray t-shirts. I sweat. I'm a sweaty person. <laughs> I do not wear that color. Like I just I can't I can't I can't physically wear that color unless it's a very specific fabric. And I'm not going to go around telling every single person that about me because they don't need to know, but they also don't need to be buying me clothes. Yeah, I I've never had a good experience with people buying me clothes no. without my, you know, like say so. Yeah. Like as as a child, I was dressed very um oddly, you know. Yeah. Just because, you know, I wasn't able to kind of pick things out. Yeah, my parents know this about me too. They know not to buy me clothes. Like in my older age. Mm-hmm. Like of course they used to when I was a kid yeah, and they would dress yeah. me. But like as soon as I would dress myself, they would take me shopping and I would buy stuff. Right. And even now, like my mom's like, Oh, I want you to have nice clothes, but I don't want to get them for you. Cause I don't know exactly what you want. So I'm going to go ahead and like, here, here's a gift card or here's this, let's go shopping, you know, whatever. Don't buy me clothes. Yeah. Anybody, anybody like, and I think most people know this, but some people don't. Yeah. And it's never a good thing. Yeah. But the only uh, my my dad gives me and my sister a lot of shit because we go shopping together for each other for Christmas. Yeah. But I have never had an unhappy Christmas from my sister. <laughs> we buy each other exactly, exactly what we want. We know it fits us. We know we, if we get shoes, bags, clothes. She's the only person I'll let buy me clothes because she doesn't buy them unless I'm present. How can you possibly get on my case with my brothers about us doing the same thing every year? I don't my get brothers on your and case. I, I, my brothers and I, we say, "Hey, what do you want?" We will. It's usually a video game, right? I'll be like, "I want this game and this game." My brother Sam says, "Okay, I'll buy this one." My brother Ben says, "Okay, I'll buy the other one," and we do the same thing. For all of us. I don't get on your case for doing that. I get on your case because that's the only thing that you get them. My sister and I still get each other some things that are sentimental and that we have put thought into. We are used to being poor. <laughs> so it's well, a you're one, not we're anymore, a one man. gift household. <laughs> Whatever. Well, basically, yeah. So my whole thing is don't buy clothes, even if they're matching, even if they're personalized, even if you have everybody's measurements. Don't buy them clothes. Just yeah. don't. It's not. It's never going to be everybody's favorite outfit. Yeah. It's just oh, yeah. not. No, no, no. Um, Especially what is, if you have a diverse, you know, bridal party. Yeah. Diverse you know. in size, diverse in like skin tone, diverse in just personality. Yeah. Not everybody's going to want that maroon floral silk <laughs> pajama set. Yeah. It's just not. Some people don't wear pajamas. Uh, so <laughs> on. uh on the grooms um, and list, the first I started laughing immediately because the first thing on here, I was like, I absolutely want. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> they are custom bobbleheads. <laughs> I saw that, and you know what? I'm not upset about it. I, That's I, really funny. I want to get a bobblehead of myself and all of my groomsmen. What a cute picture. That would be so Wait, okay, funny. so get the bobbleheads like everybody in the suits that you're going to wear, right? Right. And then you line them up and in the foreground of the photo is the bobbleheads and in the background you see you guys. Yes. Posing and you're like, I you know, would love that. That would be so cute and so funny. <laughs> but let me ask you, are you going to do literally anything with it after? Yes, I'm going to keep it forever. Okay. And okay. I'm going to have it on my desk and be like, <laughs> that's me. 
That's a little mini me. I love that. I love that idea. That is yes. actually pretty cute. I do like that idea. And that's what I was saying about like the the general stereotype is men are more likely to have useless shit. I have a useless box that you got me mm-hmm. for Christmas. For those who don't know, a useless box <laughs> is this device whose only purpose is to turn itself off when you've turned it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google useless box. They're awesome. Um, and that's the whole point. My is parents that, were like, what the hell is this? Yeah, <laughs> that's the point is that it's useless. Yeah. Right. And yet it is so fascinating. So fun. I play with it almost every day. I yeah. go over and, and turn it on a few times just to watch it turn itself off. Okay. So my next one, the, this upsets me because your the groomsmen ones are cool, but also it's like, I think it's a lot of like useless stuff as well, but this this bridesmaid list. There are things like compact mirrors, personalized, of course, m- candles, and I love a candle. I will always be happy to have a candle, but I'm not gonna give everybody candles on my wedding day. It's not like unless we have a candle maker at our wedding or I work in a candle factory or something. There's no, like, there's nothing personal about that. I right. can just wait till their birthday and get them a nice candle, you know? Yeah. Another one that's here are custom wine tumblers. And like I said, I gave all of our bridal party cups. Nugs. We Yeah, we we did like, you know, little proposal boxes with like socks. And I, I did like toilet paper and like tissues and hand sanitizer because it was like literally right when there was like a toilet paper shortage. And I was like, hey, I found toilet paper. Here's everybody. Here you go. It's like whatever i thought it was funny yeah it might not have aged well but whatever <laughs> um and then we gave everyone christmas like a christmas, christmas box yeah. because we were like hey we love you guys also it kind of served as like christmas gifts for our friends yeah um but there comes a point when i'm like this tumbler this cup whatever I don't know. It's just one of those things. It, it's becoming very basic. Yeah. I understand the appeal. I understand. My sister has an entire collection of cups. I adore mugs so much. I will never be upset to have a cup or a mug. I said that in our favors episode. <laughs> but I think we could do a little bit better. Yeah. If you're going to gift something, don't like go above and beyond. Like I'm not going to give them a cup on our wedding day. I already did that. Right. <laughs> you know? And it's like just another step there's more pajamas another pajama set is in here i can't another tumbler is in here a cup like tumbler yeah no i know tumblers it's like the same things over and over it's like canvas tote uh clutches i uh, yeah and now that i'm i'm looking at other stuff on mine there's a lot of stuff that like i said it's just the only reason it's personalized is because it's engraved cufflinks engraved pocket knife Engraved leather wallet, Mm -hmm. uh, engraved mug, like engraved engraved razor. uh, Okay. Um, now memento customizable cheese board, I think is really cool. But why would I give that to every single person on my wedding day? Where are you gonna put it? Well, well, that too. But I think I'm the only one who really gives a shit about a cheese board. That's very true. Yeah, I think if you're gonna like. Give everyone a necklace that they all wear when they're up, uh, like standing up there or a pair of earrings 
or like a pair of orange sunglasses yeah exactly yeah haha um i've even <laughs> seen people give like cute little clutches that like bridesmaids can put all of their stuff in and uh-huh. that's really nice because you have stuff throughout the day and you want something to be able to put it in you know that's not necessarily like a tote or a grocery bag but something um, you have to like haul around yeah, yeah or something that kind of matches with the outfit like i get all of that stuff but also you could always just be like hey um give it uh, give it to them at the rehearsal dinner or make sure that there's stuff in like the getting ready room or you know just making sure that it's like it's unnecessary to me i think yeah um i think for my aunt's wedding um when i was 18 uh she they gave gifts at the rehearsal dinner i mm-hmm. remember that cuz yeah. my my cousin was the um the uh ring bearer and he got like this little cool like backpack traveler explorer yeah. kit thing and that was really cool and so i think that's a lot better just because of that whole like okay where am i going to set this for the rest of the mm-hmm. night you know yeah exactly and people will do that too like another gift that you another people that you will give gifts to are like your ring bearer and your flower girl and that's usually like a coloring book or a stuffed animal or like like you said some kind of explorer kit or yeah. whatever um i are they're not gonna get gifts like yeah abby's gift is literally me raising her you're welcome (laughs) um and i am giving her like i'm i'm giving her a little locket the day of the wedding but that's like more of a gesture as my daughter not as like a flower girl yeah um and then my brother like he's i i think we're gonna do what we do with all the rest of the groomsmen for him yeah um so we do want to do something but most of this stuff is so unnecessary like they're way too expensive or they could be saved for a birthday present or a christmas gift yeah. you know something I s- where I see this go ahead oh yeah well just something where it's like more about them than it is about you yeah i saw i saw this one that is actually useful um is it's still monogram so <laughs> but <laughs> it's a wireless charging pad and that is something literally every one of my groomsmen can use. But still, why am I going to give it to them at our wedding? What is the significance of that? Yeah, I mean. Exactly. I'm like, why? They they don't need that. Save it and we'll get everybody in our wedding party wireless charging pads for Christmas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. these people that are involved in your wedding, you should want to give them a gift on their birthday or on Christmas or whenever you exchange gifts because they're important to you. Right? right. So save this stuff for then and let the wedding either give give them a gift of something that is meaningful or something small, a handwritten card, a thank you, you know, and, and OK, we'll move on because yeah. it is about you. There's so, another one on here is an Echo Dot. And I'm like, Jesus, who the fuck yeah, are you buying ex- gifts for? Exactly. Way too expensive. Yeah. So what we are doing for our gifts um, for our like party and i'm I'm really excited about this so we're giving one gift for everyone in our bridal party regardless of if they're on my side or your side doesn't matter um they are getting oh shit kits love those and it's basically like a mini first aid kit that they can take with them anywhere and i think it pertains to the wedding because there's going to be things like liquid iv which is like hangover stuff emergency there's going to be little like first aid kit in there breath mints um like you know medication for like headaches and pain and whatever stuff they can use at the wedding and after 
I am a very avid user of a first aid kit. I love a good emergency kit. We have three in one car. Just I'm I'm obsessed just with one them. Car. I we think they're amazing. I think they're really good gifts. It's something that like they can use at the wedding. It's really cute. And they can use it again and again and again. And then so with that, um, we are giving everybody a card that's handwritten, says something very special from them to us. And then we have decided that we are going to get them gift cards. Yeah. There's going to be a gift card to their favorite restaurant. And then there's going to be a gas gift card. Because who doesn't appreciate a gas card? We and we have like I know people think gift cards are tacky. I don't think gift cards are tacky. Not at all. I think that they are one of the best gifts that you could give somebody besides cold hard cash. Well, and that's that's what I was gonna say is like how many times have you heard I don't want gifts, I just want cash. Exactly. Like it's such a common thing and it's it sounds rude because it kind of is. But Yeah. But to be able to say, Hey, I like shopping in these we've done that several times mm-hmm. for like Christmas. Hey, there's something at, you know, Michael's that I really want and it's kind of expensive. Mm -hmm. So a gift card towards that would be amazing. I know they got, you know, I got Best Buy gift cards because I was looking to um, buy some equipment. Yeah. And and we bought equipment with that. Yeah. We helped offset the cost. And that was great. Right. And so what one of the things I think people feel so obligated to give gifts is because people in their bridal party spend so much money to be a part of the bridal party. Right. So then why not give them a gift? To kind of offset that cost. Yeah. So we're basically on the gift cards. We're going to have like a little uh, on their favorite restaurant, which we all know our bridal party's favorite restaurants because we know them as people. Yeah. Um. Also, when we have our like annual meeting, because it's annual now because we have multiple <laughs> years before the wedding, uh, I'm going to get a questionnaire where they put down like their favorite things. <laughs> so like we have it. Um. And so that's going to say dinner's on us. And then the gas card is going to say some miles for all the miles you've gone for us. I think it's so cute. It's cheesy and it's, but it's like (laughs) you drove all the way out here. You have put money into this. You went to our bachelor or bachelorette party. You spent this money. Mm -hmm. I want you to have a meal on us. I want you to have some gas in your car on us. That is the nicest. And then put that a little emergency kit in your glove compartment. That is the best gift that I could give you mm-hmm. to say thank you for literally just spending money and spending time to be here with me. Yeah. Let me give, let me compensate you we for that a little bit. We got somebody coming all the way across the country yeah. to, to be in our bridal party. So uh, I think it's, I, it's definitely important to just thank them for that. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of like what we're doing right now. We've also con- like, thought of like little enamel pins too to go with it something that they can kind of wear like especially for the groomsmen with their suits and like little lapel pins personalized to them exactly something that like they really like like we have a groomsman who like plays D with you all the time we're gonna get him a cool little like dice thing or like you know just those little things that are like you know a step up with the sentiment but even then they're not necessary because why we have already recognized that they want to be there for us And that I think offsetting that cost for them is gift enough. You know, we're going to talk about out of town guests and even more after the break. And we're back. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) good one. All right. So let's talk out of town guests. 
Um, Lots of people have been doing this thing recently where they make basically like out of town welcome bags. Um, And this is like for people who are going to be staying in hotels Mm -hmm. who have been traveling, like usually out of state or a long distance. Um, And then you kind of like give them something like some little things like as an additional thank you for making the trip, basically. Yeah. While I don't think it's necessary by any means, I do think it's cute. And I do think we have a good enough number of people that are out of town that I feel like I can do a little something, but also not break the bank. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like half of our people are coming from out of state. Also, I know maybe half of the people we're inviting from out of state will actually come. So I do plan on doing like little welcome bags. Yeah. Also, I think it's something I can kind of give to like maybe your mom or something and have her like. Especially for give the people that she people. like she invited and yeah, she's exactly. taking care of all of that travel, like all the family travel and stuff. too. Yeah, not like taking care of financially, but just making sure everybody has accommodations. Yeah, like organizing mm-hmm. who's going to go where, you know, helping yeah. get that. So usually they say that you need to give uh, you usually they have the out of town people attend the rehearsal dinner. That's like the common etiquette. However, because we are not doing a rehearsal dinner, we're literally just doing a rehearsal. Yeah. And then you and your groomsmen are going to your bachelor party. I'm just going to kind of hang out. We're not inviting out of town guests to a rehearsal dinner. There won't be one. Yeah. Um. We are doing a uh, a brunch the day after, and they yeah. will be invited to that. Mm-hmm. So that is another time to give out of town guests a little goodie bag, little something for you know showing up. Um. Again, I think that this can kind of be where like if you decided to nix favors, but you still want to do something for your out of town guests, this is maybe a good place to do some of those favory weddingy things. Yeah. Um. In our out-of-town ba- bags, they're going to have an oh shit kit. Yes, of course. They're also going to have um, just like a little welcome letter from you and me. Um, and I'm making a little map of L.A. And I'm putting different pins on different spots where like it's like y- our favorite place to eat, where, you yeah. know, we had like a special date, where we like to go. Because especially school. like, yeah, um, the no uh, none of the guests are expected to show up till four o'clock so that whole morning mm-hmm. yeah know, they have stuff that they, they have can do that, yeah yeah i was gonna put like a couple sites they can go see go grab some lunch like just cute little stuff and if they're staying for the weekend they have sunday too to go and see stuff if they you know mm-hmm. want to so basically just like little stuff. So i was gonna put like um a little snack and a little bottle of champagne or something like that's like you know people do little chocolates a little wine whatever cute. um and then just like be like, hey, thanks for coming. Um, it's completely not necessary. Give them a link to the podcast. Yeah, exactly. I know. Hey, you've <laughs> got a whole day. You can kill with some episodes of our podcast. Um, but yeah, I, I think leaving them at the hotel for accommodations, I think it's really cute when they go to check in and they get one of those bags um, or you can ask them to be left in their rooms. Um, I don't know if hotels will do that anymore, but I know no, you used to be think, able to. I don't think so. Um, or you can just give it to them. If you're having a rehearsal dinner with uh, the out-of-town guest present, you can give it to them then. Um, you can give it to them as they enter. But I I would be a little weird about giving some guests something and not other guests. 
Yeah. I think so, so do it privately or do it like afterwards. Like if you're doing kind of a brunch the next day or something, you know, just figure out when it's when, when it's, it's appropriate best. Yeah. for you. Yeah. Wh- whatever your timeline looks like. So what about giving gifts to me? Are you going to get me something? Oh, on our wedding day? Yeah. Well, lots of people say I'm marrying them. That's their gift. Which is valid. It's very valid. (laughs) It's valid. Capital letters valid. But um, if you are a gift giver like we are, and you think there's something sentimental or special that your partner would like to receive, I'm all for that. Yeah. I think if there's anyone you give a gift to on this day, it should be your partner. I was about to say that. Yeah. It's like this is, uh, uh, you know, we always say this, but it's your day as the collective you two. Yeah. And uh, I think because that's what's being celebrated, I think that's kind of, you know. Yeah. I think that's super sweet. A little token of like, hey, I love you. I can't wait to marry you. Here's a little something. And that could be something as simple as, again, a letter. There are really cute things where people, they don't do first looks necessarily, but they'll do like a first touch. Like they'll go around oh. around a door and, or something and they'll like hold hands and they'll write each other letters that they read at that moment. Cute. It's really cute. I've seen pictures like it's, it's a special moment um, or they'll exchange gifts and they can't actually see each other. Like, you know, it's just <laughs> it's cute little stuff or at your first look like you can exchange that gift. I know that there is like a half hour where right before the ceremony starts where we are just kind of getting ready and I'm I was going to have us give gifts then um you know just just so it's not even like photographed it's just like a moment that the two of us have I know it's like 460 days away but what'd you get me I can honestly tell you I don't know what I'm getting you yet Um, yeah I don't know what I'm getting you either (laughs) um but yeah so it can be given any point up until the ceremony or even during the reception just depending on the gift um, lots of people do jewelry and accessories. Like we said, cufflinks, yeah. uh, tie clip, um, like different types of ties or handkerchiefs or it's embroidered with like something, um, or something they can wear during the day, a watch, um, you, you know, just like, it's I'm gonna really get you, to you this insane jeweled crown mm-hmm. right before the ceremony and expect you to wear it for the ceremony you didn't want me to do that i had (laughs) talked about wearing like a headpiece crown and you were like i don't think you need it so don't even come at me with that that was the the point that i was trying to make was do not take me seriously as Uh i say this really ridiculous thing Mm -hmm. well don't say something ridiculous um (laughs) but uh lots of other people they do like a surprise during the event you ever seen love actually he organized an entire like band to play as they were walking back down the aisle so romantic so cute ridiculous i love love actually don't come for me yeah. love actually is a good movie it's bill mm. nighy's best movie you no, can't fight no, me no. <laughs> when he said i feel it in my fingers you're gonna tell me that he's that's not, I'm not that's he's, he's a classic that's his best movie and yes i am counting pirates of the caribbean when i say that Uh, that is (laughs) that is upsetting to me there's so many good bill nothing that bill could say not even hello captain jack sparrow (laughs) that's my bill nighy davy jones impression okay ken top christmas is all around me (laughs) (laughs) okay um 
but the key here is thoughtfulness and sentiment. Y- right, right, right. <laughs> like, okay, so people will give like experiences to their partners. Like, um, they'll have their favorite band play, or there'll be like a special number, or like a um mosh, not mosh pit. What am I thinking of? Flash mob. <laughs> Or, like, a special, like, movie that is shown. Like, you know, like, a little video. Or, like, oh, this, like, (laughs) giant lavish cake you thought we weren't going to get. Oh, I actually got it. You know, like, there was this one TikTok and this, it was a groom's cake, which, you know how I feel about it. But it was, like, this really big groom's cake of, like, their, the groom's favorite baseball team. And it was, like, on fire with fireworks and, like, you know, just, like, special gestures that's, like, this was something we really wanted at the wedding. I didn't think we could afford. And then it's like, Oh, Hey, I actually made a way. I had a way to make it work or whatever, you know? Um, so yeah, thoughtfulness and sentiment. It could be something as small as a handwritten note. It can be something as big as like pyrotechnic display. Uh, or like people will get like a new car for them to drive off. Uh, like at the wedding. Hey, if, if oh, I can find, if, if I can find a, an electric blue Volkswagen bus. That's what I want. Yeah. For very well within my budget <laughs> for the wedding. I will not hesitate. Okay. But I want it electric and new. And that's well, yeah. the key. Yeah. Because we could probably find like an abandoned Volkswagen on the <laughs> side of the road. <laughs> but I don't know if it'll be electric and it is definitely not going to be new. Right. So, eh. I'll keep my hopes up. Previously owned by Happily Family <laughs> of Raccoons. Exactly. And, you know, it, it comes with them. Um, but, yeah, like you said, the key is thoughtfulness and sentiment. Um, and it's, again, not an obligation. Yeah, it, I don't think that you have to get your partner a gift. I don't think that, like, you ever have to give your partner, like, a crazy wild gift. Especially as- because not everyone is a great gift giver. That is very true. And figuring out the scope of giving gifts can be really, really tough. Not everyone can get a claw machine. (laughs) I, however, I, however, am someone who does have a claw machine. (laughs) Thanks to my partner, a.k.a. Max. Please tell the pod what you did. So, like, going... Based on your history of claw machines, give a little brief description okay. of that. So um, my sister and I love claw machines. It has been a widely known fact amongst my family forever that I am an expert at claw machines. My sister and I used to take um, whatever money we could find, whatever money we could save, we would go to movie theaters. And sometimes we wouldn't even see a movie. We would just like play the claw <laughs> machine. Um and we would just do that forever. I mean, it was our favorite thing. There was this specific claw machine. And back then it was called um, Mission Grove Theaters. It's now called Galaxy. But it used to be Mission Grove Theaters. And they had this like this just run of the mill claw machine. And we would play it constantly. And I got really, really good at it. And I've always loved playing it just like ever since I was really young. And every time I had spare change and there was a claw machine like i will go and play it like i just love i love claw machines and we used to call it the grabby thing because i didn't really have the vocabulary i guess for (laughs) claw machine but we were like let's go play that grabby thing right and it became the grabby thing um so that's my history on claw machines i've just always knowing all of this yeah 
So knowing all of this, having heard her talk about it a lot, having gone and done, you know, tried to win prizes with her yeah. at Claw Machines, and discovering have, how great she is at I have it. won you many prizes. You have. And so um, my friend David found one on like Facebook Marketplace for like $400. Thanks to the pod. Thanks he, to was the pod. he was listening to an yeah. episode where I said I would love to own a claw machine because we randomly one day saw this guy with like an arcade game on the back of his truck and yeah. I realized, "Oh my god, you can just buy those games." Right. But a new claw machine is like $3,000. Yeah. And I'm I'm fairly certain you need to be purchasing it for a business. Yeah. Like if I own a John's Incredible Pizza Company location that and I can buy mm-hmm. that and say, OK, I'm buying this because I own John's Incredible Pizza Company. Right. Right. But for personal use, I don't think there's like probably a lot more hoops that you have to jump through. Mm-hmm. Right. So we found David found an old like 1970s model claw machine. <laughs> For four hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and I bought it immediately. <laughs> now that was three months before Aaron's birthday. And you bought it from a dude in Murrieta. From a dude in Murrieta, I got. Uh, he had it listed for four hundred. I paid three fifty. Boom. I talked him down. Um, my dad and I picked it up. We put it in storage. Um, I we took measurements and I plotted out how I wanted to, um, to fix it up. Um, and not too long after Aaron and I went whale watching, which is another one of my, one of her favorite things, true favorite things. Yeah. And at one of the little stores where we bought a couple snacks, there was a claw machine and we started talking and I was like, ding, ding, this is my opportunity. (laughs) And I was like, Aaron, if you could own a claw machine, which would be crazy, right? (laughs) Uh, how would you want it like made? Like, do you like this design? What do you think? And she gave me ev- She gave me the most specific details on what she would like. And because I we was, had been thinking about it, it and, was in my brain. And I was eating it up. I wrote I down every you. note. I was so slick and sly with it. Do you know what I remember the other day what? when we went uh, mini golfing with my brother? You had him ask me what I would name my claw machine. Yes, I did. He did so well. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> he was because there were claw machines there, and like I wanted to play them, but we didn't have any like cash. Right. And I, so I was looking at it, and like we were talking, and Cole like says the name of the claw machine, and I was like, "Oh yeah, huh?" And he was like, "What would you name your claw machine?" Like it was so quick. He's so and I was slick like, the grabby thing, duh. And he was like, "Oh yeah, duh." Like. And, and I'm, even, I'm uh, like a foot away typing furiously into my notes pad. I thought about that the other day. I was like, God, like I was trying to remember all the times that I, we just talked about claw machines. And so apparently we had had a conversation about a claw machine on the pod after you had bought it. Yep. And we were talking about how I really want to have one at the wedding. And I could not say very much. <laughs> um I was just like, yeah, no, I know. I think that's great. I think it would be really cool to have one, you know. Meanwhile. I'm I'm like, but alas, it's so expensive. (laughs) Meanwhile, I had basically relearned how to be an electrical engineer and rewired uh, this thing. 
Um, it it was fully functioning. It worked, but it had a lot of old parts because it was made in the seventies. Yeah. And some of those parts don't even exist anymore, <laughs> right? So I dad, my dad and I had to figure that out, and it was in his garage for a while. And I and Greg is honestly the unsung hero of this project. Yeah, man, he, I could not have done it without him. I am like blown away. He was so. Not only was he so helpful to you, but he was so sweet when you guys gave it to me. And he was just like telling me everything that you had yeah. done with it. And I was like in shock yeah. when you guys finally showed me like they put, you know, Aaron's gravity thing on there. There's that picture yeah. of us. It was filled with like stuffed animals that like our friends and family had bought for us to yeah. put in it. And it's beautiful. Like you redid all the lights. I did. I redid you all the lights. Replaced, I replaced the buttons. Yeah, I and replaced the, pl- the plexiglass. Ugh. My dad and I cut the plexiglass and and measured it and cleaned it all up. Uh, yeah. Like there. It's amazing. For three months, I was holding on to that secret and just working on it every now and then whenever I got the chance. Yeah. Go on our Instagram at Something Blue Podcast because <laughs> I posted it the day I got it. I was so like shocked and the whole the whole reason we're bringing this up is one because it's really fucking cool (laughs) and it's going to be at our wedding yes um but two this is what we're talking about about personalized gifts now you don't have to spend 350 dollars plus the fees (laughs) that it costs to uh replace parts which is uh uh, quite a chunk of change but (laughs) um you know this is something incredibly personal to yeah and so and it's so meaningful because you put so much effort so into, much work it. into it Ugh. you guys like just i uh, custom made the buttons i designed you did. the decals like photoshop they're amazing yeah seriously go look on our instagram <laughs> it was posted there it is i'm so happy with it um and what we are going to do for the wedding is all of those little favors that we wanted to give to everybody we're just gonna put in the claw machine so if you want a favor, you gotta win the prize. <laughs> I think it's so funny. I think it's funny. I think it's cute. Like I'm so excited. We're gonna get little like custom bears. We're gonna put like some like bags with scratchers and candy and just like yeah. a bunch of fun stuff. Um, I'm I'm just super excited about it and and it's something that like that's a gift that like that we just we have we have forever. We have forever, and it's like I. Literally, I, I, who does that for someone? <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm like still in a state of shock. Mm-hmm. It happened weeks ago. I don't think, and the, th- the part about that question is, I don't think anybody enjoys claw machines as much as you do, <laughs> right? So who to thunk being like, you know, I that's not a normal thing anybody would ask for. So, but I think it's so cool and so personal to you. And it's so fun for us. I had yeah. a blast putting mm-hmm. it together. And I'm excited to own it as well. Too. So, yeah. I mean, it's who wonderful. does that? So, like we said, you don't have to give any gifts. <laughs> but if you do, it better be on par with a claw machine. That's all that I'm saying. <laughs> uh, and at the end of the day, we are not obligated to give anyone a gift. Um, and make sure you aren't spending over your budget and make sure it's still meaningful and useful to those you are giving the gifts to. Especially that. Right. Um, you have given them the gift of being a part of your wedding 
And I think the best gift of all, this is cheesy, but is your happiness, (laughs) you know, because they're there to witness one of the, hopefully the happiest days of your life, you know, and what better gift than to just have them continue to be a part of your life. (laughs) Um, Also, don't be a huge bitch to anyone during the planning process and make them feel like you should (laughs) give them a gift so that you can say, you know, it's like. You shouldn't have to be such a terrible person that you have to gift them something to say sorry for yeah, being exactly. so terrible. Uh, but that's a whole other episode. <laughs> and now it's time for our hitch or ditch segment. Hitch, 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 hitch. Or. Or, or, or. Ditch. Ditch, hitch, ditch, ditch, ditch. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We will each find a wedding trend, tradition, or expectation that we would consider doing when we get hitched or something we would totally ditch. All right. Bring it on. So I have a hitch. Oh, okay. And it goes along kind of with my ditch of last week, which was ditching, freezing the cake. Mm -hmm. I am hitching a dessert bar. Love it. Love. Like, I, I personally, I know a lot of people nowadays i guess are just like falling out of love with cake but i still mm. really like cake we had nothing bunt cakes the other day and we did that's freaking amazing just delicious um and uh but at a wedding if cake is the only dessert that kind of like it's just typical kinda, it, yeah it's typical one it's getting old it excludes a lot of people who just don't like cake which has mm-hmm. is becoming more and more also, it's only one flavor usually, so there's exactly. not a lot of selection. So, but to have a, a dessert bar, mm-hmm. you got brownies, you got mm-hmm. cookies, you got cheesecake, you got all kinds of stuff. Yeah, wonderful, beautiful. Everybody's happy. I thoroughly enjoy dessert bar. They are just the best. Yeah. Also, it gives you an opportunity to incorporate more decor from like your. Yeah, kind of they're wedding. beautiful. They really are. So people have done gorgeous things with them. Mm-hmm. I know. I love it. I fully support it. If we weren't having an ice cream <laughs> truck, we would definitely be doing it. As well, bar. and and that's also kind of what I love about our ice cream truck is that it does have a selection like that. Yeah, you know? exactly. We well, are we are um, what do we call it buffet bitches. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent. My lowest point of the pandemic was the realization about what was going to happen to buffets. <laughs> I fully cried. I cried. <laughs> I'm still crying. Um, <laughs> okay, so I actually have a hitch as well Ooh, today. Okay. Um, I know it's out of character for me <laughs> to have two hitches in a row. Um, this is controversial, but I like the concept. I'm gonna go ahead and hitch after parties. Okay. Absolutely. I like the idea that you're going to have different moods throughout your night that you're going to have a ceremony where it it can be as traditional and non-traditional as you want you have a reception you include your older relatives you include the young guests you include you know just family and it's very sentimental and romantic but then if you're the kind of people that like party if you're the kind of people that like want to get turned but you also want to (laughs) remember all of the things you paid for have an after party. Yeah. I think that is a completely valid option. I think it is such a cute idea, especially for couples that have like a lot of young friends, um, people that have large wedding parties, 
um, they usually will go to cool like rooftop clubs or bars or they'll like rent out a restaurant. They'll go back to somebody's house. They'll like rent an Airbnb. Um, I know the um, one of the weddings that we're attending next year, my cousin's wedding, um, she's having an after party at like downtown Temecula. And um, it's going to I think we're doing like I don't know if it's like a bar crawl. I don't know if they have a specific place that they want to go, but they're just kind of coordinating like, hey, we're going to go out. We're going to enjoy ourselves after like this kind of more structured event. That way, the older people are not uncomfortable. They can kind of go ahead and rest for the night or yeah, whatever. And say. and the younger people, the people that are still wanting to celebrate can still do that. And it's not like there's no like awkward lull or the next day and everyone's like hungover. They're too tired. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the seniors and the minors are off. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's past their and it's, bedtimes it's and now not, it's adult swim. And it's not a requirement. Usually the bride and groom will change into something more comfortable or more like yes, cocktail like or more like, you know, club like. Um, and Or they'll do like pajamas. They'll have a pajama party or something like there's so many cute ways to do an after party. And I just I I I've always liked the concept of it. I think that's great. I don't think we are doing that. No, no. We're going to um, be exhausted. We're, well, that's, yeah. We're kind of elongating our reception. Um, and you and I are, like, staying and cleaning up because yeah, exactly. there's so much to do with the venue. I would like to do one. But, again, I don't want to ask those people that wouldn't go to the after party to stay and clean up my mess. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, it, I mean, when we, you and I go off and we're spending the wedding night together, uh, you know, we'll we'll stay up and we'll enjoy it and we'll talk and be like, hey, this was so great. But we're gonna want to go to sleep. <laughs> we are gonna want to go to sleep. But I guarantee <laughs> we are gonna be so excited. We're gonna be like, holy fuck, that wedding was so cool. Right, like, we're I know. All the crazy shit well, that and happened. what we're doing instead is we're doing that morning after brunch, yes. and I think that that's yeah. for me kind of more of the vibe that I want. Um, also, I love brunch. Yeah, but at somebody else's wedding. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go to the after party. One hundred percent. That's so fun. Like I know, I'm I'm just super excited. I love that trend. I hope it stays because I think it's a really good way to kind of hit all of the vibes that you're going for without mm -hmm. excluding anybody or making anybody feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Uh, check out our social media at Something Blue Podcast. Go look at uh, my freaking claw machine. <laughs> Uh, give us a five-star review if you like the pod. Share it with your friends. Also, if you like the claw machine. Yeah. Uh, send us an email with any questions, ideas for topics, crazy chaotic planning stories, and wedding drama <laughs> to be featured in our next Wedding Nightmare segment. Those I, are always so fun to I do. I love the Wedding Nightmare segment. <laughs> send them to somethingbluepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to Something Blue, wedding planning with a 21st century bride and groom. I'm the bride. And I'm the groom with 469 days to go. Happy planning. I feel it in my fingers. <laughs> I feel it in my toes. <laughs>